Welcome to Wolf Bites! The Teen Wolf spinoff podcast where we talk about things that are not Teen Wolf. Yeah. So the first, the only thing that we had both seen, I think, that we wanted to talk about was I finally watched Gen V. Yes. Which I thought was great. Yeah, loved it, loved, loved it. it, loved it. I would love it if they do, like, alternating seasons continuing. Like Yes. I mean, I don't want them to continue Gen V after The Boys ends, because I think The Boys is the main thing yeah but if they did like the boy season four the gen v season two and however long it goes on and then like cool. i don't even know if i want gen v to continue or if i want it to just converge with the boys i don't yeah i mean i like that idea too I, I would like it to overlap in some way but i don't want it to get too overloaded yeah any either show to get too overloaded like i like the fact that they kind they are both obviously happening in the same world mm-hmm. but it's not too much uh, yeah. too many characters <laughs> yeah okay that's fair i just feel like yeah i mean like i just don't know where we're gonna go from that ending yeah i don't know but so. i'm intrigued to find out yes i could see maybe if the final season of the whole thing yeah they all come together which, like yeah the, yeah, like yeah, the yeah, Avengers yeah, yeah. end game of this universe or whatever yeah that i would, would be definitely cool. support that yeah but i did i really enjoyed it it's definitely um I, it definitely feels like it's part of the same universe, but also a very different vibe. It's yes, it's definitely its own thing. Yeah. Uh, who, how did I describe it to you? It was like uh, legally blonde meets something. <laughs> I, <don't> remember. <laughs> I can't remember. Like, yeah, that's totally it, and I don't remember. I can't remember either because it's been a while <laughs> since we had that conversation. Like the, like X Men meets Legally Blonde, maybe, or I don't know. Yeah. Because it's it's superhero school. Yeah. I think. And I also just watching it, I thought to myself, why don't they just base more of these like teen, but not really teen dramas in college? Yeah. To avoid the pitfalls Awkward. of their over sexualization. Yeah. Like, yeah, just make them all 18. Yeah. It just, it's not that hard. They're still all in the same place. They're still. They still go to school. They still have teachers. Yeah. You can do all. There's not a plot line that's in any teen drama that couldn't be applied to a college. Right. Except I mean, for like. They're further away from their families unless they live in a college town. Yeah, but you could, yeah, you could still add that though if one of them is a townie. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard. But not at I don't all. Know. Stop making every TV show that's got about teen drama start when they're fifteen years old because it's weird. It is so <laughs> weird. But anyway, that's off topic. I thought it was really cool, and I did think that I forget her name, the actress, the lead actress. Oh my gosh, I forgot too, but um. We both watched Jazz from Sabrina. Yeah, we both watched Sabrina, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and hated it. <laughs> yes. And thought that Jazz was annoying. Oh, yeah, I did not like any of Sabrina's friends until, like, the final season, and then I was like, they're fine. I don't, yeah, I don't remember. I think I just thought that they were fine because I hated Sabrina so much. Yeah, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> so one of my friends, she just finished Riverdale recently. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't believe they put fucking Sabrina in there. And I was like, I hate Sabrina so much. She's like, I love Sabrina. And I was like, did you watch the chilling adventures of Sabrina? Or did she just watch Sabrina on Riverdale? I asked her that. And she's like, no, I watched Sabrina. She, I know. I know, Heather. That was my, I was like, she's a selfish bitch. And nothing, everything that happened in the final season was the direct result of selfish shit that she did. The only reason anyone was in danger most of the time in that show was because of shit she did. And she goes, her defense was like, well, do you remember who her dad is? And I was like, 
Yeah, and I fucking hate him too. I was like, she sucks. This should, like, if you're going to talk about, okay, yeah, her father is the devil. Yeah. It should be about her proving that it's she can overcome that. Not about, yeah, I suck too. Yeah. I was like, if and the, <laughs> the triumphant romantic ending of that show is that her boyfriend kills himself to be with to her. To be with her. What? Yeah. yeah I was like, oh, I hate that. It was a bad show. It was a bad show. Mm-hmm. Season one was okay. Yeah. It started out strong and went downhill fast. So fast. But that, and from what I've understood, that is the, the, the hallmark of that showrunner, which I think is the same showrunner of Riverdale. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> so, anyway. But I feel like Riverdale just kind of leaned into it. Yeah, I mean, like, Riverdale is so batshit crazy. I still entertain the idea of possibly watching it, but yeah, I never will because I'm just know. like... The only way no. I would ever watch it is if we ever got bored and we're like, let's just do a Riverdale podcast. <laughs> Ugh, I just don't know if I want to do that to us. I know, I know. But, I mean, we would have some interesting conversations. That's we sure. would. <laughs> Ugh, but I don't know. I don't think I can do it. I know. Yeah. Um, We're, we make no promises, obviously, about that. Yep. So, uh, I'll let you go first on something that we have not both watched. Um. Okay, yeah. So, I watched The Hunger Games, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. And it was, it surpassed my expectations. Mm-hmm. Um. I never. I was never somebody who was like, "Oh yeah, we need more of this yeah. world." I thought it was a you know one. In, it was done. Yeah. Definitely didn't think I needed to hear anything about Snow's Snow. backstory. I'm like, why yeah. would I need to know about that? But basically, I the way I would describe it is, I feel like this movie does what the Star Wars prequels attempted to do and mm-hmm. failed. Yeah. <laughs> Which is to show you someone, the villain. As a human, from their start, where they were not a bad person, mm-hmm. and shows you what went wrong in their life to lead them to where they are now, in a way that makes sense, and yes. is emotionally resonant and effective, and I I believe it. Okay. Like, it made sense to me. Okay. And it made me cry a couple times which hasn't happened in a while like i mean you know that i cry easily but i have not cried watching anything in a while so that's yeah. saying something um so i teared up quite a few times it the action was cool i enjoyed i was afraid i wouldn't care about the new protagonist but lucy gray is cool loved her oh good um and it was it was actually interesting to understand or to learn how the Hunger Games started. I didn't mm-hmm. think I cared or needed to know, but they actually managed to make it interesting. Which, I mean, you have to give credit to Suzanne Collins, who is the one who wrote all of these books. Yeah. Love her. Has she written other things? Because if she has, I need to read them. I'm not sure. I My only complaint is that I felt I very much got the vibe from Mockingjay that she was done with that series. And, she was at the time. Well, like, no, it, not in the sense that, like, it was the final volume. In the sense that she was, like, tired of telling this story. Because instead, it just felt like she was just telling us things that were happening. Instead of, like, telling us a story. Did you read, you read the books, too? Yeah. I didn't get that impression. But I, I, I think it was just the way that, like, everybody, like, was dying. Like, it didn't really like dwell on it because everything was happening so fast but i think i felt like that was just because that is what happens when you're in war that's you don't have true. time to dwell 
I don't know. Maybe I should revisit it. But that was how I remember feeling when I read those books the first time. And I haven't reread them since. Yeah. So. I mean, I get, I think that's valid. But I do also, I just feel like, I think she did that on purpose. Which, I mean, could very well be the case. Apparently and, the only other book she's read is something called Gregor and some, the, something about Gregor. Gregor the Overlander. Something she wrote, wrote before The Hunger Games. So I don't think I'm going to check that out. Hmm. I want her to write something new now. Yeah. Um, to jump back to um, yeah. in the actual podcast episode, my one of my other in-laws, I don't know what you call like the relatives of your in-law. So I, they're just all my in-laws to me. But anyway, one of my <laughs> other s- sister-in-laws, uh, has she loves books. So we talk about books a lot. And she's been reading the, what are they called? Like the Akatar books? Yeah. Um, she's been reading those. I, you can, I have that up on my shelf there. I've been, I'm on my second attempt. <laughs> I remember when you started it, but she really likes those. But she's also told me, and then I have um, some other friends that like this book called The Fourth Wing. Have you heard of that one? Mm-mm. It's about a girl that's like a dragon rider or something. Interesting. Um, apparently those are really good books. I don't know how many of them there are, but apparently the last one is very good and does not end the way that you would expect it to. She was very surprised, and my friends that have also read it were very surprised by how it ended because it did not go how they thought it would. Cool. So once I finish the book series that I'm reading, I'm thinking I'm going to try that next cool. i like i said i'm on my second attempt to read a court of thorns and roses are and there like 15 of those all together probably people really love them and i'm just mm-hmm. not i mean i'm i'm over halfway through it and i'm still not invested so i'm like what is what is it going to do when is it going to get me yeah <laughs> and when is it okay to give up i was like 15 books i was like i mean there are way more anita blake books when i started that but and those i mean we've talked about it before before they turn into just straight porn, which nothing against porn, but that's not what we started reading them for. No. Those were really good. Yes. Those hooked me from the beginning. Yes. And this, I'm just like, it's just a slog. Yeah. None of the characters stand out to me. It's very, like, generic romance novel. <sighs> she's an un- she's just a girl, but he's special and he chose her. And we're just like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I know. I can't. I'm I'm going to stop. I give up. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> well, if I ever get around to like uh reading those, I will let you know my thoughts. I mean, but... You can take that with you when you leave if you want to give it a try. Um no, I'm like very much into um I'm reading these light novels right now um that are going to be turned into an anime soon mm. um called Solo Leveling. Oh my god, it's so good. Heather. I just signed up for Audible. Nice. Well, that's I, like I say I'm reading. I'm actually listening to them on audiobook. Yeah, that's what made me think of that because I know you had said that. I started listening to the, I don't even remember which number it is. Tell the Go Tell the Bees That I Have Gone is the ninth or tenth book in the Outlander series. Oh, okay, okay. Which my dad's second cousin, my second cousin, gave to me because I love those books. I've read all of them, but I just could not get, I can't. I can't sit and read anymore, apparently. I just can't. So Neither I decided, can I. I decided maybe I'll give audiobooks a try. So today I listened to it some while I was 
baking and cleaning and all that stuff. And I just, that's exactly what I do. Um, audio books are definitely my jam, mainly because I was actually explaining it to my sister in law when uh, over Thanksgiving. I was like, it was a natural progression because I listen to so many podcasts now. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, you know, and then I listened to that Dungeons and Daddies podcast. And I'm like, that is essentially just listening to people play Dungeons and Dragons. And because I've been playing Dungeons and Dragons, I'm like, I could probably do an audiobook because I've tried before and it just like didn't work for me. So then I listened to that Britney Spears audiobook of her memoir and it was fantastic and I crushed it. And now I'm like, I'm all about, I'm on my, I've read three point, I've read three and a half books in a month now doing audiobooks yeah so yeah i, think I found I, it i didn't think i don't know i never thought that it would really work for me but yeah I, I mean listening to it today i had a good time i caught myself like just smiling to myself as i listened so i was enjoying it i took it in a lot more than i did when i actually tried yeah. to sit down and read it so, so good. yeah and i this sounds like a like an ad for audible but not sponsored <laughs> no um and also spotify also has audiobooks but, but there's a limit yeah to how many hours you can listen to in a month and this is as we both have premium right? yes yeah they say and you, can, you can have audiobooks with premium but it's only certain books yes and so like i was listening to solo leveling on there but then i got like halfway through the second book and they've like you've reached your hours for mm -hmm. the month and apparently there's a way to like add more but i haven't done it and i refuse yeah yeah that's what i was first looking into using spotify but the books like this one that i wanted to listen to are not on there unless you pay specifically for them so no i refuse yeah miss me with that speaking of streaming things that i refuse yes i canceled my netflix Woo! cut the streaming service yeah i don't know not there's the no cord. cord anymore but i'm just i'm sick of it like the final straw was them canceling Shadow and Bone after two seasons, because that's their thing. They cancel every show that anybody is interested in after two seasons, except for Stranger Things, which actually should have ended after two seasons. But they keep going forever and ever and ever because they think we all give a shit, which I do not. I do not need to see any more Stranger Things. No, and now they are really under fire because they are just letting that Noah boy run buck fucking wild. I only saw the one thing he did. Has he continued? I mean, I saw his his TikTok with the badges or what yeah. the stickers promoting Zionism. Yeah. Um, Has he done more? There was a there was a whole thread on Twitter. I know it's X now. I don't. Nobody calls whatever. It that. Yeah. Um, there was a whole thread of like shit that he did, and I remember like skimming through it, but I it didn't stick with me because I was like, I don't really care about him. I just don't. I mean, whenever a celebrity does something that's stupid, I just don't understand. Like, whatever you may, maybe you are a complete piece of shit. But as a celebrity, yeah, <laughs> with like assumingly like a PR person, you should know better. You know, yeah. Read the the cultural room. I was like, especially and especially as a younger one, yeah, because you can't use the excuse. That, like, they're just kids because they are the ones that determine they, what's right and wrong now, essentially. They're the ones who know how social media works. Yes. And they know what people are saying, what people are talking about. And I, from what I have been gathered, the, you know, 
we all tend to agree that this is genocide. Yeah. <laughs> that is being committed. But he's just, I don't, I, I don't get it. And this is a beautiful, like, segue bounce because now we can talk about the drama and the uproar in the Scream franchise. Oh, it's related? Yes. Oh, no, because I haven't heard anything about because, that. Because uh, Sam, Melissa Barrera, um, has been let go from Scream. She is not going to be in Scream 7 because she was, like, for her support of Palestine. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. God. And then, but like, get this shit. Jenna Ortega is no longer going to be in it either. Did she quit? The official statement is Wednesday season two scheduling conflict. Mm -hmm. This came like maybe 24 to 48 hours after they announced that Melissa Barrera was let go. Interesting. And so people and people are hot Mm -hmm. because... They let Melissa Barrera go. Spyglass, who owns Scream currently, let Melissa Barrera go because of this shit that's happening over there. But all Netflix did is say that they are keeping an eye on Noah. As he says horrible shit on the internet? Like, you're just observing it? Cool. Yeah, Yeah, we're going to keep an eye. And, I mean, like, it's... And their excuse is, like, he's going to be the... They've made it very clear that Will is going to be the focus of the final season of I don't care. Stranger Things. I was like, yeah, nobody does. He he was the focus of season two, and I was done with it. I was over it then. Yeah. I mean, I watched the last couple seasons just because, and I don't, I legitimately do not remember what happened in the season three. I remember season four just because I it was recent. Is season three the one where... Uh, it doesn't matter. We're not talking about Stranger Things. No, I well, mean, I, yeah, but yeah. I'm just trying. I'm like, it didn't need to go on. It didn't. It doesn't need to still happen. It stop it. It's like I mean, like the fifth season is gonna be the final one, but like, I don't know. I was like, it's such a mess anyway. I'm like, you do realize that children grow very, very fast. So I'm like, I don't know how they're planning to like keep this going with like all the breaks and shit because those children are. Like, they're adults now. Yeah. I mean, if you had a valid story to tell at this point, then sure, fine. Try to make it work. But they don't. I mean, they they have to wrap up the shit that they did it in season four. It was wrapped up at the end of season two. I agree. <laughs> Cut the cord. Yeah. But Netflix has not had, a like, an actual money-making model since they began. No. So I still don't think... I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, maybe some people still keep their Netflix Netflix subscription just to watch Stranger Things, but I find that hard to believe. I only have mine because my parents use it, and I just really need to just, like, let it go and be like, if you want it, you can get your own. I mean, I kept mine up until now just because it was just, it was just the one, it was like the one, it was like the first one, and I was like, you gotta have Netflix, but now I'm just, no, I don't, because anytime I get attached to any show... Besides Stranger Things, mm-hmm. they cancel it. So what's the fucking point? Yeah, I just don't watch it. Even with like all the stuff that they have on it, I just don't watch it enough. The only other thing I watch on there is Great British Bake Off, and if I have to, I will find other places to watch it. Yes, you know I know a place. Yeah. So. And I will find somewhere else to watch The Old Guard too when that finally comes out. Yes. Um, and following up with that, uh. 
people because Spyglass is the ones pulling the strings on all of this scream shit and causing this drama. Mm-hmm. People are boycotting a movie that I watched recently. Uh, I watched Thanksgiving. Never heard of it. That is the Thanksgiving horror movie that Eli Roth did. Oh. And the fact that Eli Roth made it makes me think I probably wouldn't like it. Nothing against him, but that's not my genre. Yeah, no. <laughs> and um, the thing about it is, is like, everybody keeps singing its praises. Um, like, a friend of mine was like, oh my god, Eli Roth brought back Slashers. And I was like, watch your fucking mouth, you hyperbolic bitch. Because <laughs> Scream has been going strong. Slashers have been going just as strong as they ever have. Watch your fucking mouth. Two, <laughs> I love Eli Roth, mainly because I think he is ridiculously good looking and I want to smash. <laughs> but, um, and I like genuinely enjoy his movies most of the time. Thanksgiving is not that great. Mm. It is, it's fun. It's a fun movie. The kills are fun. Um, not as intense as he usually oh, is. Okay, then. Maybe but I, I mean, like, it. still, like, Worse than your typical slasher? To a degree, but not... I mean, the, the other things he's made is what? Like, Hostel? He's, Hostel he's and The Green the... Inferno. I don't know about that. I don't think... I mean, I didn't The Green Inferno that. is the cannibal movie. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> but anyway, the way that... My whole thing about Thanksgiving is, do you remember when Grindhouse, like, Death Proof and um, Planet Terror were one giant movie? Mm-hmm. When I went and saw that in theaters... Peppered throughout the movie were these fake trailers. Thanksgiving was one of them. Interesting. But it was set up like an old, like, 70s, like, 80s horror movie, like, early days. And I loved that trailer. And there are scenes from that trailer that are in this new movie. So when I saw the trailer for the new movie, I was like, well, this is, like, really shiny and, like, (laughs) new, new. And I was like, but they had scenes from the original trailer that was set like back in the day. And I was like, okay, all right. I'm like interested to see what, what happened. And then my two favorite scenes from the original trailer were like watered down ass versions of like what were in the original trailer. Mm. Um, there's a trampoline scene where this cheerleader is being like really slutty and takes off her panties and she takes off her top and she's jumping on a trampoline and then somebody sticks like a knife through the tramp oh. the bottom of the trampoline that happens in the new movie but what happens in the trailer the original trailer is so much worse oh, than what happens in the new movie in the actual movie i don't want to know i don't like that yeah so that was bad and then there's like a thanksgiving scene where there's like a person being served as Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> and that scene was crazier in the original trailer than it was in the actual movie to me. Yeah, I don't like the sound of any of that. So, yeah. I'm sorry you were disappointed, but I don't like it, any of that. that you just yeah, tried. no. So it's totally fine. <laughs> so I was just like, it was kind of a letdown for me. Mm, I'm um, sorry it wasn't as horrific as you were hoping it would be. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's tragic. Um, but it was very fun. Hmm. Um, but also, there the m- the premise of the movie doesn't work setting it in modern times. Oh yeah, they didn't even set it in the time it was supposed to. Like the time it, it wasn't set in the time that it was set in in the original the original original trailer. No, that's because stupid. black f- the whole premise of the movie is that there's this f- terrible 
like event that occurs on Black Friday mm-hmm. and like people die and it's like really tragic. And then somebody connected to that is like going around killing people. Mm. And okay. I mean, like that's a typical slasher yeah. theme, which is like whatever. But my whole thing is like you can't set it in modern times because people don't do Black Friday like that. Why is it called Black Friday or why is it called Thanksgiving if Black Friday happens after Thanksgiving and then So is it happening the next Thanksgiving? No, it's because they actually Yeah, it's happening the next Thanksgiving okay. like around that time, but also the store opened early on Thanksgiving. Okay. That night, so it was like a Black Friday thing that was happening on Thanksgiving because that's when we used to do things. Okay. But like the way that the but it's set in modern times, nobody does Black Friday like that anymore. Black Friday sales start like October thirty first. Yeah. I mean, for anybody listening who is not American and doesn't already know, Black Friday is a stupid capitalist hellscape where everything is supposedly on sale, but it's not really. They just jack up the prices and then discount them. And so you think that they're discounted, but it really brings it just back down to the regular sale price. Well, like, back in the day, (laughs) like, back in the early days, the prime time or the, like, high days of Black Friday, it would be, like, the first 100 customers would get, like, gift cards Mm. or, like, you could get, like, a toaster oven for, like, three bucks. Like, you could actually get deals, but they were, like, limited and it warranted the chaos that... Like, people used to get hurt and shit like that. Oh, yeah, I mean... It's- it used to be pandemonium, but now, like, shit goes on sale, and it's, like, not even that much. And... And we... I mean, not to glorify the fact that people used to get hurt, because it's still... It's insane. And, I mean, it's the most... It could not be a more American holiday. Yeah. And it happened... But, camp, like... Set up a camp outside of the Best Buy the night before. Yeah, people it, used to do that so you could get insane. games for, like, $10. And things like that. And then you trample people as you run into the store. Yeah, but everything is, like, done online now. Nobody is... Cyber Monday. Yes, Cyber Monday. But the Black Friday deals are available online, too. The world does not exist like that anymore. So the whole premise of the movie is fucking stupid. Yeah. Because there's... Like, part of it is, like, these kids get into the store early to uh, get a new iPhone. (laughs) And... Apple isn't discounting their shit. One. One. (laughs) Apple is not discounting their shit. Two. You're not going to be able to just go into the store early and grab it. Because somebody at, like, those shits are locked up in cases. You can't get to them. This kid just, like, grabs it, pulls it out, opens it, activates it, and starts recording shit. It was very dumb, Heather. (laughs) It was so dumb. And, like, I was willing to forgive the dumbness. Yeah. Uh, because, like, it was just, like, a fun, campy, like, horror movie. But I was just like, this is not what I wanted. No. Um. Anyway. No, I'm sorry. You were disappointed. It's fine. What uh, What else have you watched? Nah, well, I, I restarted Only Murders in the Building. Yes. But I have to say that I did not get farther than the first time. Okay. <laughs> I just, I don't, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like I, I'm out of sync with culture on this one because every single person I've ever talked to or heard talk about it says it's the most amazing thing that they love it so much and I just don't feel any interest in it whatsoever. Yeah, I still haven't finished the third season. I don't know. But you got that far? Yeah. I'm on like episode five and I just don't care. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I just, I don't know. It's like, I feel like it 
as a murder mystery, it has fallen short so far because they haven't actually given me anything to invest in. Like, they haven't made any progress yeah. on it. And it's somewhat funny, but not so funny that I am coming back for that. The only reason that I know that it appeals to me is because, one, I love true crime podcasts, so that's the appeal for me. Yeah, and then I'm... also, I think Steve Martin is just the most adorable thing on yeah, that I mean, show. I think the, the, whole, all the three main casts are great. I love all of them. Yeah. I think Selena Gomez does a great job, which I wouldn't have expected. Yeah. I just don't, I mean, I don't dislike it. Yeah, I but like, no, I get feel you. the need to be like, I gotta finish this. Yeah, that's how I feel about season three. I was just like, I don't know. I was really into it, and now I'm not, and I don't know. If, uh. I'm glad everyone else is having such a good time. I'm glad that they're having such good success with it. Go Hulu. Yeah. As an alternative to Netflix. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. It's just not my thing. Fair enough. It seems like it should be, though. It's mm-hmm. just not. I, don't, I can't explain why. Yeah, I mean, like, sometimes that shit just happens. Yeah. It happens to me more often than not. These days, I feel like it's not even that I'm watching a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I don't have time because most of the time I'm watching nothing. Yeah. I'm just watching people play, play video games on YouTube and not even paying attention to it. But things still really have to hook me. No. Keep me interested. I totally understand that. Oh, I also started, or I guess restarted discovery of witches on amc plus how is that going i don't think i have ever seen less interesting protagonists oh like i kind of want to go back to it just because the world of it is interesting and that intrigues me but my god the true it's a, a love story between a witch and a vampire and matthew good who I've seen in other things and really enjoyed is incredibly dull. Oh no. The actress, I don't know her name. I've seen her in other things as well. Never had a, gotten a, much of an impression from her. Also incredibly dull. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm less than half a season into it. And so far, basically the premise is she is a witch, but she's always tried to deny her witchiness. But she came across some ancient relic book thing that no one else has been able to find like it just appeared to her while she was researching she's like an academic yeah and matthew good is a vampire and they kind of try to start piecing together this mystery together and honestly i swear to god until they said it out loud i didn't realize they were falling for each other Like that's bad. Yeah, exactly. Like they bring up like at one point it comes there's a faction of vampires, witches and demons and they all have this like group that they all work together but they don't really like each other or trust each other and there's like a rule that says interspecies relationships can't happen. And until they bring that up and she's like, oh, "No, we must be together." I'm like, "What? You guys are like a thing? <laughs> you like each other?" It didn't, I, I didn't even register it at all. And then all of a sudden they're like, no, we must be together. Our love is so profound. I could never live without you. And I'm like, really? Since when? So, you've known each other for like literally five days. Oh. And I have not gotten any chemistry. Oh, from shit. I didn't know it was going down that fast. Yeah. It's literally wow. like 
things go down. He's like, I'm going to take you to my family home to protect you. I'm like, oh, that's nice of him to do to just this for this stranger. And then they're talking about, oh, no, we cannot be separated. Our love is eternal, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, wait, what? How did I didn't <laughs> I did not get that impression whatsoever. Hmm. Yeah. So there's no chemistry. They're the least interesting characters I've ever witnessed. It's a little disappointing. I'm so sorry. I just, I'm looking at both of them like, I don't understand why either of you has fallen in love with the other. Like, they, neither of you have any interesting characteristics that could make anyone fall in love with anyone. Yeah. Ooh, sick brain. I don't understand. But it's going, it's been, it was at least three, three, three seasons long, so I guess somebody was watching it. Yeah, I guess so. Anybody out there? And this is a book series. So I'm sure if you read the books, you can kind of project that onto the show. And it it is more profound for you. Yeah. But for me, who has no other investment going into it, I'm just like, I don't I don't get it. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> and though I did, I think I have the book. I might still have it in my bookshelf. I started it. I remember aspects of it, but I definitely didn't finish it. I can see why if the show is any indication i would hope the book is better and that's how it ended up with its own show it's a long series apparently i don't know mm-hmm. but yeah so that it stood out to me in that regard okay i might i might finish it honestly just because the world of it is interesting to me yeah but, i mean like sometimes you just have to cling on to what you enjoy about things like teen wolf and you know teen wolf it's like the opposite it's like the characters are so oh yeah the characters are way more interesting <laughs> yeah. than a lot of the things that yeah, go which on i think is usually a better thing to cling on to i would agree but we'll see okay um i watched it's a wonderful knife okay i saw the poster for that when i went to see <sighs> songbirds and snakes i cannot in good faith say that that is a good movie <laughs> Okay. Um, it is the gayest movie I've ever watched, short of like gay pornography. Oh. Um, Wait. Okay. So before we move on, I saw the poster. Does it have Joel Kinnaman? It, I thought I recognized him from the poster. Is the guy from RoboCop? I would have to. I have to look, look it up. I thought it looked like him, but I wasn't. Because it has Joel McHale in it. Oh. And it has Justin Long in it. Maybe I was just misrecognizing. And those are the two people that I recognize the most. It also has uh, Catherine Isabel in it, but I don't think you would know who she is. Mm -mm. Um, She's from these horror movies called Ginger Snaps. What's it called? Silent. A Wonderful. It's a a Wonderful wonderful Knife. Okay, so that was a different. There was a different one called Silent Knife. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. Yes, I know that one that you're talking about. That one hasn't come out. That's by the okay. like same people who did like Mr. Nobody and like John Wick and shit. Okay. Yeah. Um I think like John Cho or John Woo is directing it or something. Yeah. Silent Knife is Although I'm when I looked thing. that up on IMDb, that's not coming up either. So Or maybe know. it's Silent Knight. If it's not Silent Knife. But I know the movie you're talking about cuz I've seen that trailer. Okay. Yep. Okay. And yes, I was right. Joel Kinnaman. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah, not yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That movie I have seen the trailer for, it and I've. But yeah, no, not. It's a wonderful night. Okay. Um. It was not very good. Um. 
I, it was like not a good movie. Okay, um, I'm sorry. It was just very gay. And how? like how so? Like what? I mean, like literally Like literally um okay. Andrew told me that uh the director came on to one of his like horror podcasts and was interviewed and he's like, "Oh yeah, there are like 400 gay people in that movie." Oh, like literally, like as in the cast, and like the, crew the cast, the, the crew, okay. the story. Gotcha. I thought everything was like about gay um, people. Huh? Is, it, is it about? Are the characters gay? Yeah, okay. there's quite a few gay characters. Like Catherine Isbell. <gasps> Wait, you watched Influencer, right? The one that had about that girl, that social media girl that was like killing people. She had that really crazy birthmark. Oh yeah, but I thought that was called something else for some reason. Um, she's in that movie. Okay. She's actually um, Catherine Isabel's wife in that, and then um, the main character has a. I don't really care about spoiling this movie. Yeah, go so for the it. main character has a boyfriend that like cheats on her with like her best friend, but then like she. There, the way that it, the way that the movie begins, like she notices this like really quiet girl that everybody calls like weirdo, and like they kind of like paint her as an outcast and like talk shit about her and bully her and shit. But anyway, the two of them end up falling in love as the story progresses, and but it's like I I got the impression that that's how they were playing it, but until like you get towards the end of the movie and they kiss, it's just kind of like. They're just kind of, like, helping each other. They're kind of friends. It's, like... It, they have a few awkward moments towards the end where you're like, okay, I think they do have a crush on each other. But it was just... I was like, okay, this movie is just, like, very gay. And I'm like, I'm here for it. It's not... What's the plot? So... I mean, I don't know why I bothered to ask when you already said it's bad. And there's a... There's this... I'm trying to think of how to, like, give a spoiler-free version of it. Um... There's a killer that is, like, murdering people in this town, and this girl stops, the the main character, she stops the killer and kills him. She electrocutes the killer to death. And then, but, like, her family does not, like, pay attention to her the right way, and she just kind of doesn't fit in with them and isn't understood. And their brother, her brother is, like, the golden child. And long story short... All of the stuff that, like, makes her do this, I'm like, I don't think it was that bad, but whatever. <laughs> so anyway, she just goes to, she has a really bad Christmas day, um, and she is standing on the pier, and there's, like, an Aurora Borealis, and she's like, I wish I was never born, and then there were the Aurora Borealis like glows and does magic shit. Uh And all of a sudden she's in this world where she was never born and the killer was killing people, Mm -hmm. but never stopped. Mm -hmm. So the killer just goes around killing people all the time. And it's common knowledge. And you know who the killer is like very early on in the movie because she kills the killer like, Within the first, like, 30 minutes of the movie. Sure. And then... So she knows who the killer is, but nobody else does. And... Like... it's She's in this, like, weird world where... Like, the killer is just murdering people and essentially taking over the town. 
Okay. Yeah, it's very dumb. I mean, my main problem with that is that, I mean, yes, serial killers have existed, but they usually, they get caught or just stop. There's a reason. It's not like they don't just kill people forever. (laughs) There's a reason why this killer is able to keep going, but Mm. it's a dumb reason. Mm, Yeah. And, like, basically, the a sibling of the killer is the sheriff okay. of the town. And I'm like, but that's still dumb. Yeah. Anyway. Somebody else would catch them. Yeah. Like, the only reason some serial killers don't get caught for years and years or be, after killing multiple people is because those people, those victims never got reported as being murdered. Yeah. And also, like, this person is killing people in the same town, runs around, yeah. like, every night, yeah, basically. No. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. And nope. you can also see, and, like, also the killer is buying the properties of the people that they kill. So it's, like, all <laughs> this whole thing to take over the entire town. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a dumb fucking that's movie. That's a literal paper trail. Yeah, I know, Heather. It's a very <laughs> stupid fucking movie. Okay. And at one point... Mm-hmm. It get like at one point they're just like, oh, the killer has powers now. Oh, oh, they, okay. Like literally just give, but it's like the way that it plays out. You're like, why did? And I'm sorry for anybody who's <laughs> listening and actually wants to watch this stupid fucking movie, but it's not good. I'm like, just because it's gay doesn't make it good. Yeah, I stand by that thing. People. Have- Companies, media companies have started to try to market things to people as like, it's gay. It's got queer representation as like a replacement. Yeah, the CW tried that shit and, you know, you see what happened to the Arrowverse. Yeah. And um, I know a lot of people love Sense8. Mm, no. Mm-mm. mm-mm. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not. And I'm like, I'm a fucking like horn dog. I love gay people fucking i think that it's great um that's all that show became yeah like the first season was legitimately good Mm -hmm. i enjoyed the first season the second season i didn't even finish it i was like this is i think i probably around the time when they just like had the like mental orgy where i was like what are we why yeah i was like everything that i liked about this show is garbage now (laughs) i was like i am not that hard up for gay content That, like, I'm just gonna accept this. I feel like we're alienating a lot of people with this tag. But, hey, if we haven't already alienated people with our anti-steric views, then, you know what? I mean. I'm like, it is what it is. You can like since 8. I'm just saying that's where we stand on it. Anyway, moving on, because this is, like, one of our longest everything. Our last Wolf Bites was, like, an hour long. So, I mean, like, it's fine. Um, I just have more stuff to talk about. Go for it. Um... (laughs) I took two of my nieces to go see Trolls Band Together on Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, it's fine. It's a Trolls movie. Everybody kept asking me how it was. I was like, it's a Trolls movie. What do you want me to say? I was it's like, it wasn't movie. bad. It was a Trolls movie. Yeah. It wasn't any bad. It, it, was, it wasn't any better or worse than any of the other ones. It was fine. It had some... I like that they do medleys of songs that I already know, so I'm not annoyed. So it basically achieved what it was striving for. Yes. It entertained my nieces. I was not irritated. There we go. That's the most I could ask (laughs) for. That's what you want in most children's movies. Yes. Um, And then the only other thing that I've watched. And oh my God. 
peak reality television for me. <laughs> I did not know that I could r- reach the level of elation that I reached watching this. They had the first season ever of Love Island oh. Games. Oh, that's a separate thing from regular Love Island. Yes. It is like Love Island All-Stars, but in a comp in a com- a truly competitive setting because so the premise is is like everybody that's in Love Island Games has already been on Love Island before at some point. Okay. They had winners of other seasons and my thing is they had some of my favorite people that have ever been on Love Island on this. And on top of that, the way that Love Island works is like usually like the uh, the public usually has a say in what happens. Like we, you're constantly voting, and mm-hmm. based on those votes, people it makes people vulnerable. No matter how strong their couple is, if the public doesn't like these people, they could still be in danger of being sent home. The public is completely removed from Love Island games. It's purely competitive shit. Like, not only do you have to have, like, a vibe with the person that you're with, but you also have to... They have to be strong competitors because depending on how the games play out, you could still end up in the bottom. Like, you could be in love with each other and, like, having... You could have, like, a legitimately strong relationship, but if you suck at these competition games, you could still be out the fucking door. And some of them aren't like physical things some of them are like how well do you know each other things and there's all these different twists and turns to it it was so good heather (laughs) it was incredible um i was screaming at the tv i broke down in tears at one point it was so good i have never felt like this watching reality tv (laughs) I was like, I didn't know I could care this much. There was, oh my God, there were some competitions where I was like, oh my God, oh my God. I like, I did not know if my faves were going to make it. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do if like my people don't make it. It was so good. It was incredible. Oh my God. From beginning to end, I was just completely hooked. I even watched the little, like, behind-the-scenes, like, they call it unseen bits. It's just, like, other stuff that they don't show normally during the show. Um, I even watched, they had, like, three episodes of that. I watched those, and I never watched those. And, I mean, like, they were still whatever, but I was just like, I can't get enough. Wow. And it's not as long as regular Love Island. It was only, like, I think it was over by, in, like, 19 episodes. Okay. Because, like, normally Love Island comes on, like, every day except for Saturday. Jesus. Yeah, during the summer. That's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. The Saturday episode is like the Unseen Bits thing during regular Love Island. An episode every day? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So. Well, that reminded me of something else that I watched. Okay. And then, unless you have something else, I think we can. No, that was it. Love Island Games (laughs) was my last thing. Okay. So this is a while ago, actually, but I watched something called Secret Chef on Hulu. Okay. So it's another cooking show. Mm -hmm. And I I love cooking shows with gimmicks. Yeah. As long as they're not, like, just, like, the host berating people. Yeah. So this one is, you get you get a bunch of chefs. Some of them are professional. Some of them are home chefs, like, social media chefs, whatever. Um, they introduce themselves to each other, but then they each get a secret identity. 
So when they actually cook and then they do all the cooking completely separate. They have their own little rooms. And then they all also go to their own little secret rooms to judge each other's work. Okay. But it's all under their secret names. So they don't know who they're judging. So then they all have to convene afterwards and like try to not give away who they are and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And it's all instead of like a judge who guesses who votes people off every week. It's they all vote each other off, but without knowing who the others are. Oh, my gosh. So it's pretty fun. Plus, they have to try to figure out. Okay, so who is Chef Baloney (laughs) or whatever? (laughs) That actually sounds really fun. It's fun. I think that's my favorite. That and Crime Scene Kitchen are my two favorite, like, cooking show concepts. High I like concepts. Crime Scene Kitchen from when you explained it to me. Yeah. Plus, and Joel McHale hosts that. He's funny. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But that was really fun. I mean, the cooking itself is fun because I just love cooking shows, but the little twist to it was fun, yeah. too. That's okay. it. Well, and that's on Hulu, if I didn't say that already. Huh, do what? I, that's on Hulu, if I didn't okay. say it already. Cool. Um, Love Island Games is on Peacock for anybody who has Peacock. Um, highly, highly, highly recommend <laughs> it. It's just so good. I didn't know that I needed that because I've kind of given up on Big Brother. I used to just watch Love Island and Big Brother, and I have given up on Big Brother because I just like am not interested in that anymore. I watched the first season of Big Brother. I started with the most racist season of Big Brother, season 15. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. And, I mean, like, it was fun. It was very entertaining. I watched the first season of Survivor and the first season of Big Brother. So that tells you how old I am. Or gives you an idea. (laughs) I, yeah, I didn't watch Big Brother until season 15. Yeah. And I think I stopped at season, like, 23 or something. My God, that's so many seasons. I can't believe those shows are so... It's only eight. I mean, no, like, I oh, mean, yeah, it's just, for the show. Yeah, for not the just show, what yeah. you've seen. Yeah, 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 yeah. for That's sure. Nuts. The only reality shows that I continue to watch are, well, Great British Bake Off, I'll have to figure out where to watch Top Chef and Project Runway. I used to watch So You Think You Can Dance every year, but it stopped being good, and I don't know if they even make it anymore. I feel like it does exist. I don't know where, but... It just... I don't know. It lost my interest somewhere along the line. And I watched, like, the first season of American Idol. Yeah, I watched... I used... I forgot. Is American Idol still a thing? I have no idea. Because I watched the first two to three seasons. I, I don't normally do competition shows... The only reason I like Love Island is because they they get the hottest people that they can find to be <laughs> on it. And I love... They ha- force these people to be in situations that in real life they would not handle them as maturely as they have to handle them. See, I only like but, competition shows. Yeah, see, I'm like, I'm not interested in them. They... Like, I don't want to see people just being shitty to each other and being dramatic. I want to see them demonstrating a skill. Oh, that was, that reminds me, because remember I was talking about Glow Up, and you're like, is that that other show? And I'm like, no, yeah. that's Face Off. I rewatched a couple seasons of Face Off. Nice. That was fun, too. Um, and that's the thing about Love Island. It's not about mm-hmm. people being shitty to each other. Yes, there is drama, but what it is is, like, I like seeing how people deal with relationships like they get to 
And it's like, I mean, like, I know you're not into it, but I like seeing them be like, normally if in the real world, if we were out in the wild, <laughs> those people would just like ghost each other when they're like yeah. not. But when somebody wants to move on, they're like, I feel a stronger connection with this person than I feel with you. It's like they have to, they're forced into having these conversations with each other. I don't want to see that. Yeah, I know. That's fine. I'm not trying to get convinced no, you to watch it. I get it. why you, uh, yeah. But I get why you I've, enjoy it. It's just funny that we can be so up on opposite ends of wanting to, like, I only, I don't want to see any drama. I just want to see people demonstrating a skill that they're good at that I don't know how to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm not interested in that at all. I'm like, I mean, I love that for you. I can't eat that shit. I don't give a fuck. So I'm like, I mean, I'm like, I love that. I was like, if I was. Now, if you want to put me in a cooking show, a competition show like that, and let me eat the food, then, like, yeah, yeah. I'm here for it. But I'm, like, not interested in yeah, watching Yeah, I, I mean, I can't explain why I enjoy watching cooking shows when I can't But you eat don't have food, to. But, yeah. But, I mean, I mean, other stuff like Project Runway, you can see I, whether you like that dress or not. Yeah. Or whatever. So, those things. I like yeah. those. I'm just, like, I lose interest. I did watch, um, what is that show you just said, Top? Top Chef? Not Top Chef. What was the one? Project Runway? Project Runway, sorry. Yeah. Oh, because I was thinking of Top Design. I used to watch Project Runway and Top Design, which was like interior designers. Oh. It was an interior designer mm-hmm. um, competition show. Yeah. I used to watch those two, but I can watch competition shows, but I usually end up like losing interest after a while. Like I watched Drag Race for a long I've time. Never watched that. It's really entertaining. Yeah. And I, got, I really I loved, would enjoy it, but I'd never. My favorite thing were the lip syncs and, like, obviously the outfits. Yeah. But, I mean, like, the drama was, like, entertaining to a certain degree, but not, that wasn't what I was there for. Yeah. Like, anytime I'm, I mean, anytime I'm watching a show that's about a competition and it starts to be about the drama, I'm just like, everybody just shut up. Just shut up and cook or make your dress or your face paint or whatever the fuck you're supposed to be here for. Grow up. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I don't know. So yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's the end of our wolf yeah, bites. Probably more than enough. Yeah. Oh my God. They're so long. I love it though. <laughs> this is great. Um, well, this has been fun. Yeah. Um, if you honestly listen to all of this, God bless you. <laughs> You're probably someone we know personally. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You are a friend. Yeah. A true friend at that. <laughs> Um, so anyway, that's Wolf Bites. Thanks for sticking it out if you made it this far. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.